0: you are about to enjoy in it takes three network podcast when you lose hope in a dream sometimes all you're left with is sleepless nights while some call the doctor for a refill i find the best solution is a full social calendar Welcome back to another episode of Three Gossip Girls, a Gossip Girl podcast. I'm Liz. I'm Michelle. And tonight we watched season two, episode twenty-one, Seder Anything. Original air date was April twentieth of two thousand and nine, which is almost a month after last week's episode. Oh, wow. Uh written by Amanda Lasher and directed by John Stevens. The summary for this episode Serena returns from her trip to Spain with a secret. Blair makes a secret deal with Nate's grandfather, William, and Nate learns some disturbing information about his father's arrest. Dan takes a job as a cater waiter to earn money for college, but is distressed when he discovers the gig is a Passover ceder at the Waldorf penthouse with several of his friends and families as guests. Wow. <laughs> I... Uh, what do you think of this episode?
1: I highly enjoyed the Seder parts.
0: Yes, the Seder part cracks me up.
1: And however, like I love the whole Passover Seder. Passover has been always been one of my favorite holidays and it's so nostalgic for me. But I always love when TV and pop culture do Seders. Mm-hmm. And however, I just found...
0: While it was funny, they're so rude to take over Cyrus's nice dinner. I know. He planned this nice dinner, and literally, it was supposed to be, I guess, only for Eleanor and his mother Awkward. and Blair. <laughs> but then all these other people show up, and now they're just ruining your seder. It's so rude. I agree. Yes. Uh, the glassful of gossip tonight uh, <laughs> is titled. Schmutz happens Ugh, for Cyrus's apron that I absolutely adore. It's just some good old Matashevitz or whatever sweet red wine that you enjoy. Um, I was talking on Insta stories about heavy malagna. Have you ever had this? I believe I have, yes. It is pure sugar. Ugh. Just not a, a wine that you would want to drink a lot of by any means, no. Um, but it gives me like Nostalgia memories of my aunt always getting it, and we always, as kids, always got the Welch's uh Concord grape juice. Yeah, that was
1: a good. Yeah, start.
0: it was just I love uh you know seeing the seder. Like we didn't unfortunately get to have a seder this year, so you know it was kind of sad actually watching this and. Realizing that, I wasn't with my family for Passover. I feel like I, I didn't know. even celebrate Passover.
1: I know. Did you watch the CDC one that they did with all the celebrities? No, I didn't. It was fantastic. and it I made heard it me, was good. It made me really emotional, actually, which is not surprising. But <laughs> it just made me miss having Passover because when I was a kid, we celebrated every year. And as I've gotten older and just things have changed dynamics in life, family... Uh, i always say every year I'm like this is the year I want to have one or attend one. And Aunt has never been to one. I know he would enjoy it, even though you, you pretty much just drink wine. You don't eat for a really long time.
0: Yeah, and you don't even get to drink wine until like twenty five pages. <laughs> into no, I Bogota. like a legit seder. I know it's so yeah. True. It's um it's awful, but also it's you're all in this together. Yeah, as we keep saying, and you just bear through it. My family, it has shortened so much throughout the years. Uh, we kind of just highlight some of the important parts, and then we get right to eating, and it's do you, fun. Do you guys still hide the Comen? We don't. We haven't done that in a really long time. It's my favorite
1: part. It kid. is the best
0: part. And, like, my great uncle, he was so sweet, my, gra- uh, my grandmother's brother. He would, even though he wouldn't win, he would still give everyone money. Oh, yeah. My <laughs> yeah. sister
1: and cousin, we always, all the three of us, we always got, like, Pretty good money, because by then, the adults are a little buzzed.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> At least in
1: my house, and then you really got a lot of money. So. Yeah, you
0: would get, like, $15, $20 yeah. each. You're like, all right. <laughs> it's it's Yeah, great. which is, like, are you giving your kids good morals? Like, what? There's a winner. <laughs> <laughs> I know, so you so Not everyone wins. Yeah. Uh, but to get into the episode, we open up with another Blair dream, another My Fair Lady dream. Yep. And Blair is playing both the poor girl and the uh, wealthy socialite at the same time. She dismisses her hopes and dreams, uh, you know, of getting into college. And so Blair does eventually wake up. And you see that there is a wedding invitation to Trip and Maureen's wedding next to her bed. So downstairs, Cyrus is preparing the Passover Seder by himself he's putting in a brisket making all the cookie like it's he's doing it all himself and him and eleanor are hosting eleanor then reminds blair how important this seder is to cyrus but blair does say she cannot attend because it's maureen and trip's rehearsal dinner which eleanor makes fun of because she's like you're not even in the dinner you're not even in the uh, bridal party and what do you have to go there for? This is a very big night for Cyrus and Blair claims Nate has something important to tell her, so she must go. She does also state that Maureen, who is Tripp's fiance, is going to get her a potential spot in the Whitney as a junior committee since Blair won't be attending college next year.
1: So this is what kind can you explain that to me a little bit?
0: The Whitney? Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's just a socialite club from what I understand. Okay,
1: because that makes sense of what Eleanor says, like the Waldorf's are not socialites.
0: Right, so this is Blair, she feels that this is a good option for her to do this since she didn't get into her dream school, the only school she applied to, and then Cyrus does say that he could reach out to one of his old friends that works for NYU and get her uh an interview and so she declines this initially and heads out to go meet nate and then eleanor does make the statement of waldorf women are not socialites which i thought was great because eleanor is a very successful businesswoman and she's like no blair we don't like not go to school that's just not who we are
1: yeah and it kind of makes sense too because the times that blair met with those women that of high society, we were like, why isn't Eleanor here a part of this? And it's because she's not a part of it.
0: No, she's like, no, I am a businesswoman solely. That's my purpose. And she doesn't really care about, I mean, she definitely has a very high social standard, but she doesn't care about those silly clubs and committees. Yeah. Uh, At the Vanderwoodsons, Serena arrives home from Spain and she's greeted by her step bro, Chuck. (laughs) And he questions her trip how he saw Poppy a week earlier. So it seems as though she wasn't in Spain with Serena and Gabriel like Serena was telling him. And so he is pretty much calling sus on this and thinks that this is weird and odd. And right after that, we do see Cyrus receive a phone call from Serena in which she states she needs a lawyer. So what did you initially think that she needed a lawyer for? I
1: don't know to be honest with you I feel like it happened so fast yeah I thought definitely had to do with something in Spain whether she got in trouble but I wasn't sure what the trouble was
0: right I mean that's so typical Serena I mean not typical as what we see her but as this develops more this from the end of this season into next season truly I feel like you see the old version of what People used to know of Serena and, you know, not what we're initially introduced to. So I just, I just think uh, her character is just an interesting one. Mm, mm -hmm. (laughs) At the loft, Dan comes home to find Jenny and a classmate named Wes. They're working on a project together. Jenny does later on reveal to uh, Dan that she has a crush on Wes and she hopes that things will progress there. Rufus enters, and he's upset because nobody really wants to buy art anymore, and Dan suggests if Rufus is only doing this for the sole purpose of getting him into Yale, he would get a job, and he would look on Craigslist and do something that doesn't, you know, mean he has to be naked or, you know, anything like that, and Rufus is against this because he wants him to solely focus on school.
1: So at this point, Rufus not selling art. How are they making money?
0: I'm not really sure.
1: (laughs) I mean, obviously, he wants to be able to support his son's college. But how is he currently making money to sustain their lifestyle? Right. He must
0: be making a decent amount. I mean, obviously, if, if their power is still on and things like that. But I, yeah, I don't really know what... He could be doing to get income at this point yeah uh maybe people at the cafe at the gallery but oh, i don't right. really but know even that yeah know. and plus also he has to pay his employee i mean vanessa works there so right. like and you have we,
1: to pay rent and keep the electric running there as well right
0: right so maybe he just has a lot in savings that's been helping him out but he uh is not really selling art right now and then Dan does t- talk to Jenny, and Jenny mentions that Wes's mom owns a catering company and she can use that as an excuse to call Wes, but also get Dan this job. Did you ever watch Nailed It? I've watched a few episodes.
1: Cause there's so it's hosted by Nicole Byer Yeah. And Jacques, right? And then there's her little the guy who works behind the stage, but he always is the one to bring out the mm-hmm. awards, and his name is Wes. But every time I hear Wes, I hear Nicole Byer say it. Wes! (laughs) Wes! It's so funny, and that's all I hear. Wes! Oh, my God. I love her. She's so funny.
0: She's so hysterical. But anyway, Wes. We pan over to the church. Nate and Blair meet up there, and Nate reveals that he got into Columbia. And Ah. he's really happy about this because... He did it on his own and without his family's help, and it is revealed that William just made a phone call and got him into Yale because he was an alumni there and it's just that easy. They discuss that, and he does mention that he has a lunch later on with Trip, and they're going to talk probably about his best man speech. And as they're talking, Maureen does come over and approaches Blair and says, unfortunately, Blair did not get into the junior committee because she's too new to the whole scene and has given the spot to one of her bridesmaids. And obviously, Blair is upset by this, but Nate tells her not really to worry because it's so sad that Maureen has to be forced to pick her bridesmaids merely from what William chooses. So, like, what kind of life is that? William comes to sit next to Blair, and he easily convinces her to sway Nate into going to Yale versus Columbia, and he offers to get her into the Whitney after she told him she didn't get in, and Blair actually, of course, agrees to all of this, and then also asks to be a bridesmaid in the wedding. LOL. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I was like, this is truly what you want to be a part of? You don't even... Know. I know it's society, but I'm also super confused by this whole William situation because mm. Nate reunited with William, and didn't he take the internship? And that's why him and Vanessa
0: broke up. He did take the internship, but I guess... You know, I feel like maybe Trip has been in his ear a little bit about grandfather, and I i guess it's just... I. I'm assuming it's only really been a week or two, so maybe he just always has these conflicting thoughts about his grandfather. I mean, I don't really, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's hard to say, but later on, Blair does get the position into the junior committee because of William, and she's trying to convince Nate to go to Yale. Obviously we know why because she has ulterior motives in there, but he is absolutely firm on his decision and he states that after tonight he's going to be done with the Vanderbilts. So yeah, another thing of why he took the internship with his grandfather, yet now he's against the Vanderbilts. So we don't really know why.
1: Yeah, this is Um, what threw me. I was like, you dude, you just are so gung ho, and then you're like, we're done with them after this wedding. Like you just accepted this internship
0: and that's why you and Vanessa got into a fight because you couldn't go on your pierogi tour right I know it's a it's a bit confusing why does Nate choose this path Uh, before we talk about what happens there we are at the Vanderwoodsons where Lily and Rufus arrive home they see Serena is home from Spain Serena does apologize to Lily for basically running away and running away while their house was in turmoil Hmm. and Lily grounds her naturally so, Serena heads upstairs to call Blair, who is getting fit for her new bridesmaid's dress. Serena yeah. finds out that B won't be home anytime soon, so she decides to sneak out of the house and go meet up with Cyrus. We head over to the Waldorf's. Dan arrives with <laughs> another caterer and realizes his first job will be serving Blair Waldorf. <laughs> I so mean, funny. I mean, come on yeah (laughs) yeah so he is obviously upset with this and does speak to eleanor who she doesn't even recognize him as being rufus's son which is so funny yeah but she says to dan like you know blair's not home it's for the seder, and i'll double your pay and so he looks at the other caterer and she's like dude i need this money like just shut up please and so he agrees to stay During this time, Serena does meet with Cyrus and he promises to look into the legalities of her situation and he also suggests that she tell her mother that she got married in Spain and, of course, Dan is lurking in the background, overhears this, and he has to explain to Serena why he's there and he's the cater waiter, but not to tell anyone or not to tell his dad because he doesn't want him knowing. Right. Cater waiter
1: is very fun to say, by
0: the way. Right? Cater waiter, cater waiter, cater waiter. <laughs> cater waiter. Like, who knew that that was actually, like, the term? I just assumed it was, like, yeah. just the caterer, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, upstairs in Blair's room, Serena is talking to Dan about this. Because it's like, now we have to talk about it, of course. Oh, of course. You know? And she's telling Dan about her trip and how Poppy and Gabriel got into this humongous fight. And she left... And before she knew it, her and Gabriel were drunk and confessing they love each other and get married, or at least she thinks she did. She doesn't even know. <laughs> you know and Dan finds this a bit insulting, as I think we all would, um, that she married some dude she just met after they were together for, like, a whole year. And it just, he's blown away. It's ridiculous. And Serena's ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous. ridiculous. And then I love in the chat, Michelle's like, oh, let's just make this all about Padge. <laughs> well, of course. Yeah, he's like, oh, I can't believe you did this. You did this. You did this. And Serena's like, it's not about you. Like, uh. And that was the other
1: thing she kept. She said that a couple of times. Like, I just want to let you know, like, this has nothing to do with you and why I got married. Or has It's like, yeah, no shit. Why would it have right, anything like- to do with
0: him? And obviously you weren't thinking about him in this scenario. Otherwise, like, you would be maybe still together. Like, I don't understand why she kept making it a point to say it wasn't about Dan. Weren't they? they broken up, think? though, right? Right. They Yeah, they're so, broken up and they've been broken up. The,
1: the issue here is kind of stupid.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, let's have a, a little Cedar moment here. Yeah. Lily and Rufus arrive to the Cedar as like a last minute invite. And Eleanor almost spills the beans that Dan is working there tonight. Rufus sees an art collector and knows that's why Lily was trying to get him to come to the seder, and she wants him to talk about his art. And of course, he's hesitant and doesn't really feel like selling himself to this big mucky muck uh, art art collector but then bumps into Dan and Serena in which Serena lies and states that she invited Dan because Dan doesn't want anyone to know he's working. I'm like, "Oh my god, this is so classic sag." Like oh, to yeah. me. Mhm. You know, like lying for each other. It just <laughs> it's just funny. I just I feel like this happens a lot. Mm-hmm. Rufus laughs that Dan is dressed like the Gator gator Waiter. I love this part. And Lily says that she doesn't want to make a scene at Eleanor's, so she'll chat with Serena later for sneaking out. Everyone is kind of confused why everyone else is there. It's like this ongoing mystery of who everyone is and why they're there, and they all head to sit at the table in the beginning of the Seder, uh, Gabriel arrives looking for Serena and Dan goes over to tell Serena this and she gets up to go greet him. And of course she wants him to leave. I mean, this is so super awkward. Like he just shows up at her friend's house wanting to talk to her. But also we have to know that she did run away from him. Like she just left without notice. So he's confused and the whole audience is confused. And you're like, what is happening here? Exactly. You know, Very confused. I, Gabriel with that smile, I just want to like slap it off his face. Sometimes, <laughs> something about no, him. No, same. Just, and also, just so rude to show up. Not like you called. He said he called Serena's house, right? And band, we that Chuck answered, right? And told and her, told him that he that she'd be there, <laughs> right? So then like, you, do you show up there. to someone you don't know. I know it's so awkward and ballsy of him to do that. Um, so. Her attempt at, like, getting Gabriel to leave is to tell him that her and Dan are still together, and she made a huge mistake going with Gabriel, and she really still loves Dan. Eleanor comes over, she interrupts them, and, of course, Gabriel thinks this whole thing is sus. He's like, this is not right, you, like, you never even mentioned this guy before, Eleanor then invites him to stay, and he accepts this invitation, which is shocking. And his his answer and his line was like, yeah, of course, I'd like to stay. I'd like
1: to see the people around you so I can understand you better.
0: Yeah, like get to know Serena's friends and family. Like, ew. (laughs) Yeah, so he can understand her better and her actions. Right. Which you'll never understand, but okay. Uh, We have a... Really funny seder scene of Lily questioning Gabriel if she's if he's the guy she went to Spain with, and then the art collector is like trying to talk to Rufus. Dan is pouring the wine, but (laughs) is then forced to sit at the table because Serena says they got back together, and everyone's confused and questioning them and they're holding hands and Gabriel's looking everyone's looking and this all gets to Dan's head because he eventually snaps and tells everyone he is the cater waiter and you know he didn't want to tell anyone but and they're interrupting as we said earlier like they're interrupting cyrus's seder they're all supposed to be making the prayer for the wine and the matzah and the bitter herb and like every time cyrus goes to say something someone is interrupting him
1: say the blessing after the meal sing a few songs and then we're done so as soon as everyone has some wine we'll begin wait we haven't started oh I'm sorry, are you the Gabriel, as in the Gabriel that was in Spain with Poppy and my daughter? Yes, in fact...
0: Cyrus, this wine is delicious. Oh, well, thank you, dear. We're not supposed to drink
1: it until the blessing, but uh, we'll make an exception this time. Rufus, do you represent any artists worth my attention? Uh, All of my artists are worth attention. Otherwise,
0: I wouldn't represent them. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) and Gabriel took Elijah's chair. They already moved it once. Right? I know, I love this whole thing. Uh, Lily and Serena do talk briefly on how S needs to, like, find this balance of her old life freedom and her new life. I'm like, boo-hoo, life is so hard for you, Serena. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And they make up, and then Lily does tell her that she got into Brown like she wanted, yeah. which is great. Mm-hmm. And we said, like, Summer.
1: <laughs> yeah, because this week on OC, Brown just I got know. into... I mean, Brown. Summer just brown. got into Brown. And
0: so it's like our two shows are truly lining up in their way. They own truly life. do. Like, to a T for this season. I think it's so funny. Um, so Serena does admit she doesn't really know what to do about Gabriel. And then the other caterer comes in and she tells Serena that he just got up and left. So she goes out to find him. She tells Gabriel she's so sorry and that she was freaked out about them getting married. And he confirms that he doesn't even think they actually did get married. And he just wants to know Serena. And she's like, oh, that's great. And so they decide that they're going to be together and they start kissing. Are you you confused by this as I am? Why are you confused?
1: No, no, I, I guess confused and confusion is the wrong word flabbergasted (laughs) you thought you married this person you were hooking up with and having fun with so you run away because in your mind you made a mistake I get that but now that you know you're not married it's like okay cool I want to hook up with you and let's date even though you just lied and said
0: you were in love with someone else yeah like he doesn't really even care about that he just is like all right let's just like let's do this (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, but even in
1: her mind. Yeah. Like, she's like, okay, good, we're not married? Oh, my God, that didn't happen? Okay, we can totally make out then and date. What? Right, like,
0: it, it's it's bizarre. Yes, it is bizarre. <laughs> it is. I know. It's totally bizarre and totally Serena. Just yeah, so Serena. Yeah, it is Serena, yeah. You know? And so, as I said, they were they start, like, making out, and Blair comes out of the limo and interrupts them. So, now let's talk about Nate and Blair a little bit. We're at the rehearsal dinner after Nate, you know, has told Blair this is the night they're going to end it with the Vanderbilts. And so, Blair is super uneasy about Nate's behavior and that he's decided on Columbia. And he decides he's even going to give his grandfather the cold shoulder. So, William asks Blair if there's a problem and she nervously says no, of course, and that she needs a few minutes to persuade Nate into the Yale. So Blair goes over to Tripp and asks if he said anything to Nate at their lunch and Tripp, of course, glosses over this question and mentions how Nate is so happy to be back with Blair and they're both matured and better people and have grown up and Blair's like, oh yeah, we have and walks away. Nate starts making his best man speech and he reveals that William was the one to have Howie investigated in the first place. And he can't believe that he would do that to his own family. He tells Tripp to watch his back. And it's a super awkward moment of like, he says to family and cheers, and like, nobody says anything. It's completely quiet and awkward. And then William goes and approaches Blair and questions what happened, and he tells her she's got five minutes to fix all of this. Uh, If not, he's going to take back all that he has promised her. So, Nate apologizes to Blair about making a scene, and Blair does come to her senses and realize that Nate's right in his actions, and she doesn't really care about what William has given her, and she decides to go get her coat. But while she's gone, William goes up to Nate and pretty much explains what Blair has been doing and scheming behind his back. And he also claims that he only got the feds involved for Nate and Anne's benefit and only after he asked Howie to stop and Howie said no. And so Nate does believe his grandfather and believes what he says about Blair. So outside, Nate Confronts Blair and says that he knows what she's been up to and he thought that she changed, and it's clear that she hasn't. So he sends her off in the limo, even though Blair is pretty much trying to back up her intentions. But of course, she failed at this because she's still learning. Yeah. <laughs> she's still learning course. how to be a good person. What do you, think you know, of
1: the grandfather scene with Nate. Do you, th- I mean, you know what? I know you know what happens, but to me, I'm like, well. He had him investigated because he was doing bad things, and this is Anne's side of the family,
0: Mm-hmm.
1: right? And right. then he he has the chat of, you know, I just want to come clean and not do lies, which he he did dirty by telling on his girlfriend. He did, yeah. But
0: I also but feel to like Nate, he, he doesn't even think about it that way. He just I feel he, right. you know William is very persuasive, as we know. So he's like, okay, and has power. Yeah, exactly. So he's like, I was just trying to do the right thing by you and your mother, but also listen to what your girlfriend has been up to. So there's, there's you know, Nate in a pickle yet again. Yeah. Yet again. Yeah. While this is happening, Jenny is hanging out with Wes at the Vanderwoodsons, even though her father is out. So I don't really know why yeah, they couldn't why just hang they out Yeah, why are there? there. She says because Rufus would bother them with waffles and, you know, uh, coffee or something.
1: Yeah, I'm but like, they're okay. at Seder. Right. I'm like, there. so she,
0: does she not know her dad and Lily are at the Seder? But whatever. And Wes can't believe how much Jenny has changed. He remembers her at the girl at the Met Steps, you know, last year. And she's like, yeah, well, you know, I'm trying to be a different person here. And. As they're talking, Chuck enters with a rando and Jenny is disgusted by him, of course. So later on, Chuck is having sex or about to have sex with this girl and realizes that he has done this before and (laughs) decides to kick her out in Chuck fashion. He comes out and he is teasing Jenny and Wes about their Monopoly game and Jenny goes into him telling Chuck that she hasn't forgotten what he tried to do to her at the Kiss on the Lips party and alludes to the fact that she can definitely make Lily choose between him or her family and she knows that she wouldn't be picking Chuck. And Chuck claims that he wouldn't care if he got kicked out, but Jenny says that he most certainly would because the Vanderwoodsons are really, truly the only people that care about him. Sorry, I just, I also thought it was an interesting point that she said, the reason I'm never here,
1: when, because I don't want to be alone when you're here.
0: Right, she doesn't want to be anywhere near him. Yeah. Which I, mean, I understand. I mean, he awful. pretty much just attacked her. Yes, you know?
1: yes. And I'm right. so glad she said something.
0: Right. I, I'm, I forgot we actually go back to this, which I'm glad that we do, because mm-hmm. this is 2009, and, you know, all these years later, the whole Chuck situations don't really translate, as we have mentioned on the podcast. So I'm glad that Jenny does stand her own and say, like, no, it's not okay. Yeah. Later on, Nate goes to see Chuck after him and Blair have the fight, and Chuck tells Nate to pretty much just take Blair for who she is. Like, he can tell that she's changing because she could have picked Chuck over Nate and she didn't and you know even though this is kind of a bit awkward between them that Nate should go and fight for her and so Nate does take his advice and leaves. Jenny then comes in while Chuck is realizing that Nate is gone and Chuck does apologize for what he did last year and makes a mention to say if Jenny does move in that he promises not to be around. Yeah. So at the Waldorf's, Lily is thanking Dan for covering for Serena while Rufus admits that he's deciding to sell the gallery and that he has pretty much lost his passion for it and he wants to use that money towards Yale. And upstairs, Blair is upset and venting to Serena about what happened and she also questions who Gabriel is, because this is the first anyone has ever even heard of him. The tall snack. The tall snack. I love this. Eleanor comes in to tell Blair she has someone waiting for her in which she thinks this is Cyrus waiting for her to apologize for missing dinner. So she goes down to apologize to Cyrus and does ask him to get that NYU fever and they hug it out. While Nate is there and waiting to apologize to her and says that they'll both be in the city next year. They make up. They both say that they're sorry. And then our final scene is Serena picks up the phone and she's like, I'm just going to call Gabriel just to say hi. And like, that's it. (laughs) Okay. Like, hey, it's me. That's all. Goodbye. Right. And Mm -hmm. you see the the phone of a missed call. From Serena, so you're assuming it's Gabriel's phone, picking it up is Poppy. Now, we are supposed to assume that Poppy and Gabriel had this humongous fight. So why are Poppy and Gabriel hanging out? And she demands to know everything that's been going on. So what could possibly be happening? Yeah, but he's also getting undressed.
1: Right. And he's like, exactly, you know, she's like, did she, you know, how did it go? I need to know everything. Did she take Mm -hmm. to our plan or whatever? Yeah. What?
0: Yeah, pretty much. That's what you're supposed to assume. So what do you think they could possibly be scheming?
1: I have no idea. I mean, obviously the first thought is money, but they have money. So what could they possibly need I found, right, well, I mean,
0: you think they have money.
1: I'm assuming they do. I mean, right. maybe they don't, so maybe they're going to try. But how would you even scheme her out of money, I guess? I don't even know. I, mm-hmm. I I, found it interesting. I mean, part of me wants to hope that they're, like, polyamorous, so. Ooh. Interesting. <laughs> That's a good spin. But a couple of scenes that I found uh, humorous were, just to go back of the episode. Yeah, sure. Of at Seder with Lily and Rufus and looking at Saj and she goes, mm-hmm. oh, please don't tell me we're doing this again. <laughs> I found that very funny.
0: Yeah. And then she whispers to Rufus and he looks, he's like, oh God. Yeah. Like, yeah. what? Yeah.
1: And also at when, at the end of Seder dinner, when Patch is cleaning up and Rufy says he's going to sell the gallery and they all, like, have this happy moment. And then they're like, what are you going to do? And he goes, I don't know, but I'm excited to find out. And I yeah. laughed out loud because I just pictured, like, a superhero flying off of a ledge. Like, <laughs> I will figure it out. And he flies off. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It just came to this moment of it. That's what it reminded
0: me of. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Who knows what Rufus's knows? path is now. It's excited to find out. Right? Like, we don't even know what you've been doing for money. So, now yeah. the fact that you're selling the gallery, it's like, okay, really, what are you going to do for money? The,
1: I know you're not going to tell me because I would be like, too much. But the Poppy and Gabriel storyline with Serena, do you like <laughs> it or is it lame?
0: Um, I find it to be incredibly frustrating.
1: Cool. Awesome. Yeah.
0: So, I believe that you'll find it extremely frustrating, too. Okay. Um, but... On the positive side, it doesn't last for too long. Okay.
1: That's fine. You I know? was just curious. Yeah.
0: Like, we don't bring this into next season. Thank I'll say goodness. that. Thank yeah. Goodness. Otherwise, it would be uber frustrating, which yeah. it does. It does get it. But also, um, we do have some f- funny moments in finding out who they are, so... I'll say that and actually I think it's good to take a break now and we'll come back with our segments and our questions. Okay, cool. Hey you, I have something exciting to share. What if I told you that we were running a very special offer? Good, I have your attention Our network is turning four. I am sure you have heard of Patreon by now, but if you haven't, it's a website where you can support your favorite creators like us. This platform is essential in allowing us to produce all those pods that you enjoy. Maybe you've thought about pledging, but just haven't followed through yet. Now is your chance to join our Patreon family. For the month of May, new members can receive over 35% off our IT3 Podcast Network subscription. That's right! For only $4.99, you will be able to experience all of our bonus content that you're currently missing out on. Those perks include the ability to listen to our episodes a day early and without those pesky ads, hang out with us during our Zoom meetings and Netflix parties, access to our Patreon-exclusive podcasts such as Riverpod and my new mini-pod, Crashing Down with Liss, a Roswell-inspired podcast. In addition to all this, we think you'll truly enjoy getting to know everyone and form some pretty cool relationships. This is a limited time offer, and we would love to have you become part of our fam. Whether you choose to join or not, we still love each and every one of our listeners and appreciate all the support you have given us throughout these years. Come on, just think about it. We'll be here. right welcome back from break we're going to go into our trivia this episode is based off of the movie say anything good movie classic 80s movie yeah this episode apparently takes place on april 18th 2009 i guess that's from the uh wedding invitation oh no because the wedding didn't happen yet i don't know um the photo of blair and nate at the Young Fellows Ball is a photo that was originally taken in the episode High Society at the Cotillion, which we go back all those episodes ago to first season when Nate and Blair go to Cotillion together. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. flashback. Uh, the van of the catering company says Le, P- Le Petit Ouf, the same restaurant that Miss Carr and Dan were caught flirting in during a previous episode. Oh, I like that. Yeah. And interesting enough, TV.com had Blair and Chuck tied for their MVP this week. What? TV.com, TV.com is whack. Confuses me generally on their maybe MVPs.
1: it's constantly opposite day.
0: Maybe maybe you're right. I believe that is true. Uh, music we had in this episode: "Right Round" by Flo Rida, "Is You or Is You Isn't My Baby" by Dinah Washington. Inside Out by Miss Eighty Six, Runaway by Yeah Yeah Yeahs, Whatever Lola Wants by Gotan Project and Sarah Vaughan, Graffiti Eyes by Stellar Star, and Pier Gint Sweet Number One Yes Opera Forty Six, the Third Anitra Stands by Bijart. Set and Malmo Symphony Orchestra. Sorry, everyone. There Hope you it enjoyed it. It's been a long time. There it <laughs> is. Give me that concerto. All right. So go into some questions and comments we have over on Instagram and email and all that good stuff. I first want to shout out me, Michelle G. She left us a comment on um, one of our posts, and I think it's quite funny. She says, Serena. Yeah, not much new going on. Serena's life since the last time she saw Poppy, she fell for an artist that had commitment issues but managed to get him to commit, but then left him in Argentina when realizing that she was still in love with Dan. As she attempted to rekindle her relationship with Dan, their parents went into search for their love child that her mom gave up years ago without anyone knowing. So now she and Dan share a half-brother, Oh, and she probably should have thanked her for being accepted to Yale. So she's referencing Serena and Poppy's convo of how Poppy thinks nothing has happened in Serena's yeah. life. But in reality, all this stupid shit has happened. Yes. Which I just thought that was so funny. So thank you, Michelle. Going over to, I have an email actually from our buddy Sean. And it the title is Reasons Why I Am Hashtag Team Satch. <gasps> So excited for this. He says, at the time that I am sending this email, I am usually asleep, but I had to stay up to help one of my students who is too busy during the day to come to our daily meetings and teaching sessions. Mm. So I was listening back to the last few episodes of the 3GG pod, and you guys asked for those of us who enjoy Sag, why we enjoy Sag. I am totally biased, but for me, Chuck and Blair are too chaotic. They're either madly in love or hating each other's guts. It's something that I love to watch on the show, but in terms of relationships, it doesn't work for me that well. Mm-hmm. Nate can never have a steady relationship, even if everything is going well for him. Paige and Serena are similar to Chuck and Blair in that they are off again on again, but it's also less frequent than Chuck and Blair. Saj can also still be friends and friendly when they aren't together, which is difficult for Cher. So, I guess they are just not as drama filled as Chair, even though Serena did kill a guy and Padge slept with a teacher. <laughs> However, Nate does a special place for me, and it's being best friends with Padge, hashtag TeamPateForLife. Season three is when I become a part of hashtag TeamPateForLife, and I still get to enjoy my precious, my precious Sag as well. Odds are that this email won't make sense to anyone else but me, but hey, at least I tried. I bet so, Mike would agree to you, that. Thank you, John. I would think Mike would have totally agree to this. Our other um, team I actually, I actually agree with this. And I did uh, email Sean back in my thoughts. Um, of course, there are some spoilers in there, so I won't really go into it. But watching this with different eyes, um, as much as I do hate on Sage as a couple, they are way more less um, dysfunctional than chair and I find myself cringing almost watching chair and thinking to myself how on earth was I absolutely in love with these people um right now at least I I have a very uh strong animosity towards Blair for some reason I feel like yes we do see a tiny bit of growth in her from you know from when she kind of had her spiral but she just is repeatedly a selfish person. Um, and so is Chuck. So, you know, going back all those years ago, I understand why I did feel the way I did, but now I truly don't feel the same way. Um, but as we go on, I wonder if my opinion will change just a little bit, maybe nostalgia wise. Um, but I do agree that, Sag, they are good at being friends. They are mature when they are friends. And so I yeah. respect that in them. Um, I find, for some reason, um, I did ask this question on Instagram and nobody has responded yet, but I'm hopeful to hear from you guys. I There's something about Serena that is pissing me off lately. I find her, I get her to be selfish um, and just entitled or something i can't really put my finger no, on she it she
1: has an air about her
0: yeah just like uh, oh, i'm serena i get what i want and like she's used to getting what she wants and i understand that but i but I it's, don't know. it's almost this naive air that's right almost worse it is worse you're right like at least blair owns up to it yeah Where serena's right. like i'm i'm not being selfish right oh uh, Vic got her questions and i'm so happy Um, we'll go over to Facebook. Mrs. Boquest, she sent me a long message because she said Instagram kept cutting her off. Mm -hmm. Um, she said, so much fun tonight as always. I love this episode. There are so many funny scenes and quotes. Best Seder ever. I want Cyrus to host my next Seder. (laughs)
1: Same.
0: Yeah, right? One of my very favorite quotes in this episode and season was... I am one of the chosen ones. I was wandering the Basi- the Basayan desert, and now I have reached the Vanderbilt promised land. I know, it's so funny. Yeah. Several of the one-liners at the Seder are great, too. Serena, seriously? How do you not know whether or not you got married? I actually feel really bad for Chuck in the scene where him and Nate are talking at the end. Am I alone here? Um, I wouldn't say I- you're alone.
1: No, I just don't. I, again because it's I've only seen it once for me right now I don't feel bad for Chuck however I think it's big of him but he knows the thing about Chuck is like he knows Blair is the one she ju- they just can't make it work right now and I'll I always appreciate that scene they had of like you're right just not right now mm-hmm. so right while it's painful to him of had his best friend is dating her uh, right. But I don't. But and he does own up to it. He's like, "Oh, she could have had me, but she didn't, and she chose you." And it's because I'm not mentally stable yet. Really, that's what it comes
0: down to. He's just he can't handle it, right? And I even think that conversation he had with Jenny, yeah. um, is yeah. him realizing all of these pieces of why he is so What's unstable that? and emotionally cut off from the world. And I think he does realize it and. Wants the best for Blair and does want the best for Nate, regardless of what is going on. And she does also ask, she says, Michelle, based on your question in the Netflix party, are you not feeling Nate and Blair? If so, why or why not?
1: I I guess I'm just surprised that we went back to this. Mm. And I feel like we're just reusing couples. Yes. And... But then again, you know, when they bring in someone new, I find that we complain about that too. So I'm not <laughs> yeah. sure what I want, but I think also I really liked Nate and Vanessa. and I Me felt too.
0: that too. I feel of- scorned from that a little bit.
1: Yeah, and I felt that there was a breath of fresh air. It worked, and now Nate and Blair, like I deep down feel that Blair does not love Nate. She loves the idea of Nate. And she said, you know, and she does she said to Dorota that it's easy that they can just talk. And true, like right now it is because Chuck is such a crazy chaos fire that she can't go near. So Nate works right now and they do have a comfort and somewhat of a connection. But Mm -hmm. it's kind of like, really, we're doing this again. But maybe in the beginning they didn't have a fair shot because he cheated and she tried too hard.
0: I don't know. Right. Like, I don't know if I can truly say that both of them have, like, grown and then grown together. Like, I just feel like he was so quick to believe his grandfather and what she does, she does do what he says that she did do. And so I understand why Nate was, he couldn't believe that there was any good in, in Blair in that last scene or one of the last scenes. But I just don't think that they... As much as, like, on paper maybe it makes sense, like, they don't connect. No. I don't really know why we had to do this. Yeah. Uh, Like, again, like, why? Yeah. And I do, I still feel scorned from the Vanessa thing. Like, I felt like that was so abrupt. Yeah. And he just moved on so quickly. Right. Or, like, maybe he he thinks he did. I don't really know. But it just, it, the whole thing just seems all over the place. We didn't even go back to Chuck and Vanessa yet no but we will we okay will. good <laughs> she says as we kind of touched upon what do you think is going on with gabriel and poppy um we did mention that her mvp is jenny hooking dan up with the catering job hanging with the cute guy and telling chuck off her shittiest william he turned the captain in whether the captain deserved it or not he was still family and then he lies about it he was also stirring shit up with nate and blair Her favorite fashion was Lily's new shoes and Blair's outfit at the rehearsal dinner. She counted two headbands, and she gave me uh, three gossip words for next week. So thank you, Jess. Thanks, Jess. Uh, We'll go back over to Instagram now that my – you know, my camera just came up. Come on. I don't want to see myself. (laughs) Dell underscore Fasto, Michael on Instagram. He says, happy double recording night, Liz and Michelle. Uh, He's referring to our Riverpod. He says, Michelle, were you seriously surprised last week that I started my comments with a Sag comment? (laughs) Don't you know by now I always start my comments with either Sag or ice cream? (laughs) They are two of my favorite (laughs) things after all. Oh my gosh. So cute. Uh, Speaking of Sag, I enjoyed the whole Seder scene and when Lily interrupted Cyrus to ask when they got back together, it had me cracking up. Yep. As for my other joy in life, ice cream, mm-hmm. have you or would you ever have matzah and ice cream?
1: 100%. That is, I would try
0: it. That is something
1: that I feel screams, Michelle.
0: You know, because I'm
1: constantly mixing weird things. I think vanilla ice cream with mm-hmm. matzah dipped in chocolate would be
0: really good. Oh, yeah, they have the the chocolate dip matzah. Or if
1: we just want to stay legit, just matzah. I would you know break it in half and just
0: right into the ice cream I think it would be delicious mm-hmm. like kind of like a broken up cone and you just scoop it yeah maybe like some cinnamon or oh like gosh. whipped yes, cream cinnamon. on it yeah mm-hmm. that sounds really good so no good. but thank you Mike for suggesting it because uh I don't generally eat a lot of matzah because I feel like it's very binding and also I grew <laughs> up eating it for an entire week so it kind of like I never want to look at it, you know? I love matzah. Uh, But there are people that love matzah, but I am not one of them. Yeah. Uh, Another question he has, when you play Monopoly, what game piece are you? I'm always the shoe. I'm usually the –
1: I haven't played Monopoly since 2008, and it was with our friend Tim, and you just don't play games with Tim. No, you don't play games with Tim ever. 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 Just – you get it list yeah our listeners I get it. don't but i don't need to explain it
0: no but, you just don't want to
1: uh the dog
0: i don't even remember playing i played monopoly junior as a kid yeah. it was a lot quicker but i personally do not have any patience for monopoly i will not play a game that takes more than an hour to play i have n- just don't do it so i can't really even remember what the pieces are but a shoe that sounds like something I would be.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's Monopoly. I, when I'll start out in good spirits, but by the time you have to, you know, with the properties and putting houses on, like I'm out. I don't. Yeah. I don't have the patience for this.
0: Yeah, same. He says to answer your bike question. I was older than both of you when I learned how to ride a bike. I was ten. So embarrassing, but to be fair, I hadn't tried to ride one before then. I didn't see the need to learn because I either roll I either rollerbladed places or just doubled on a friend's handlebar. Oh my god, that's so cute. Yeah, I was more into rollerblading, actually, than I was on the bike. Uh, yeah, I didn't do rollerblades. Wow. Of that.
1: I remember my neighbor for my, I think my ninth birthday gave me a pair and I would only use it in the house on carpet because you could stand up on carpet. Yeah. As soon as I went outside, like, that was a no.
0: No for me, mm-hmm. dog. That's is no for me, dog. Nope. <laughs> His favorite quotes are, Baraka ta, adios mios. <laughs> We're not eating anytime soon. Well, that's my God invented that's well, that's why God invented Yum Kippur. I only had two headbands, Blair and Tripp's fiance. I give a nod to Jay in this episode for her speech with Chuck. Cyrus is MVP because of his schmutz happens apron. That's all until next week. Thank you Michael. Thanks Mike. Muse Chick on Instagram says, I hate that I couldn't join the Netflix party but hopefully this is done and I'll be able to join the Zoom next month. The scene with Cyrus and Blair, I was like, Sater, lol, I yelled the words out during Gossip Girl, so Tripp was the one that was having a wedding. I don't get Nate, he's getting ready to rid of his grandfather, where was all the information when he was with Vanessa? I know, it's so true. Right. I don't understand Serena, all of a sudden she's in love with Gabriel, what the hell happened? Ah, and change was about Blair. She always wanted Yale, but when she finally did become the better person, the grandfather ratted her out. I'm glad Chuck and Nate are still friends. This funny scene with Padge and Serena at the house deserved a Sag Award. It might. It might just deserve one. I also don't get how Serena stays with Gabriel to keep him company instead of going with Poppy. Oh, I think she means in, um... In Spain, I also don't get how Serena stays with Gabriel to keep him company instead of leaving with Poppy. Yeah, I agree. Why didn't she leave with her friend? Right. Uh, She says, ugh, Blair and Nate, I just don't like it. Did you ever get a job to help your parents with money? No. No,
1: I didn't. (laughs) I didn't. Just to help me with money. Help
0: myself with money. And I didn't get a job until, I mean, I didn't have time for a job in elementary school, high school. You know, I I always was dancing so I had no free time to ever work um, but my friends did you know I just didn't sorry so, mom yeah.
1: yeah sorry mom um, she says Dad.
0: what was your Passover like um, I did say I didn't really have a Passover this year but generally it is my mom's side of the family is the ones that are Jewish so we either go to my cousin's house um, or my aunt's house and it's off my cousins and we make it's the, so the tradition is Michelle was asking if Jenny was going to read the four questions because it's generally the, the youngest kid reads the four questions. They don't even mention the four questions in this episode. But um, it's these four questions that you have to ask every single Passover. They're always the same. They go in English and they go in Hebrew. So the yeah. youngest child has to read them in Hebrew. Yeah. So we used to always make my cousin Matt uh read them because he was the youngest i mean mind you he's 25 now so he doesn't really ever (laughs) want to read them so we kind of all just like sing it together and we ended at that because nobody ever wants to sing them um she says hope this made it in time stay safe sane and healthy also the ending confused me like or was it all a plan i don't know i don't know Vic. well clearly it was a plan
1: (laughs) i think it was definitely a plan
0: yeah I'm just confused as to we what we just don't know need. what the plan is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So how about some fashion? I did also have two headbands. I had two headbands as well. Okay. Yeah. I think it was only Maureen and Blair. What else did you like as far as fashion? I loved uh, Cyrus's apron. Schmutz happens. I love mm-hmm. it. I loved Blair's chartreuse trench coat. Yeah.
1: Loved that. And I, I actually really like Serena's glitter cardigan at Seder. So did
0: I. It looks yeah. like just that was a really nice piece. Like you could use yeah. that whenever.
1: Mm-hmm. I loved
0: Blair's haltered floral dress that she wore at the rehearsal dinner with the headband.
1: Oh, me too. That looks so, <sighs> so pretty.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, shout out to Padge's classic look. His classic look. <laughs> With the tie. I mean, that is a typical Padge outfit, I feel, though. It
1: is. He constantly looks like a shoemaker. He's like He Geppetto. does.
0: He looks like Geppetto. He's always in Geppetto garb. <laughs> Jenny's hair was better. Much better. Much, much better. Yeah. She actually looks, like, pretty again. Yeah. You know, like, for the longest yeah. time when she had that harsh, dark, black eyeshadow and black eyeliner. It's, like, it takes away from who she what she looks like and now yeah. she's back to like soft which is nice right right um i think that's all i had for fashion though yes. oh i liked chuck's robe yeah his he's his got espresso great robes. cup <laughs> the whole his vibe espresso i cup? yeah
1: yeah quotes quotes i have waldorf
0: women are not socialites i also had that and i love barucata adios mios. this whole that whole thing i when i first heard that i literally like, spit water out i was like that's great <laughs> that was i loved that i have nate with look dashing and bulldog
1: blue hmm. i'll just wait here like the other commoners <laughs> yeah blair uh when lily says no i'm furious i love when
0: lily says well my darling all shopping ends in shoe shopping yeah, that was so good.
1: When Padge says, You're a wife. Yeah. You're a wife. Uh, Blair, I thought firstborns were supposed to be spared. Also, when when Lily and Rufus arrive and Eleanor thanks Lily for pretty much inviting herself, but then she sees Rufus, she goes, Rufus, mwah. she just was- like blows in the
0: kiss. <laughs> I love it. It was I so know. good. I love when, I think her name was Gabby, maybe, uh, the other cater waiter. She says, are you going to do this nervous talking thing all night? It's cool. I just need to know. Yeah. <laughs> Typical page. Cyrus's mother is coming and she hates me. I know.
1: <laughs> when Chuck says, what a shocker, a girl from Brooklyn is a renter.
0: Mm, yeah. Uh, you don't serve knishes at Passover. <laughs> Oh, and I love it when Rufus says to the buyer, I, I didn't realize a whole neighborhood could be over. Yeah.
1: Williamsburg. <laughs> He's like, oh,
0: Williamsburg is so over. He goes, I'm sorry. I didn't realize a whole neighborhood could be over.
1: <laughs> uh, when Blair is with Serena, and
0: she goes, that tall snack you were devouring. Hmm. And Michelle and I in the in the Netflix party, I was talking like, I thought that snack was like a new thing that like Jenna and Julian made up <laughs> on their YouTube videos, but apparently it's been ongoing since two thousand and nine. So who knew? We're just no, but not up to trends. touch upon that.
1: I also thought it was like a newish term, and I I started like using it. I don't really use it, but Nicole at work, my you know my work wife, Nicole, mm-hmm. she's been a guest on Gossip Girl. She would always <laughs> she would tell me she would tell her boyfriend. That he's looking good like a snack. you looking like a snack. And that used to this accent would make me die of laughter. And oh so God. to hear this, I'm
0: like, oh, this term. It's a real term, apparently. It's been around for a while. I know. I didn't realize, but I guess it has been. I just, yeah. we never used it. Right. Uh, we can go into MVP and Shittiest. Yes. Okay. MVP on three. Okay. Three, Three, two, one. one. Jenny. Jenny, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Kendall, don't hate us. It's Jenny. <laughs>
1: yes, sorry, Kendall. This one's dedicated to you. I mean, this how can Kendall dead. really though? I wonder who Kendall's MVP would be for this episode. It yeah, have Kendall. To be Jenny. Let us know who it would be. But like, Jenny had a really good episode. We got to give her that.
0: Yeah, she stood up for herself.
1: Yes, and I'm so glad she addressed it and she got Padge a job and she's hanging out. He seems like a nice boy. Wes!
0: <laughs> Wes! Wes! No, but he really does seem like a nice kid. He does. So He's far. a nice boy. Yeah. Um, uh, ditto to everything you said. And Jess also mentioned that Jenny, you know, got. Patch the job, like we said. Right. It just, she did. I just enjoyed her. I didn't really know who I was going to pick. Um, I think I was going to pick Cyrus, like Mike
1: initially, yeah.
0: but I felt like I just love him because of his cuteness, but Jenny deserves it more. Yeah. Uh, shittiest. Struggling because, me too. A lot of should people we were this? shitty in this episode. Wait, do you have one? Because maybe we should, like, discuss who our shitty contenders are. I do. I have, um, serena and uh yeah. also trip slash william like the vanderbilts so here's the thing about william i
1: it's just like who he is right so it's kind of hard so he's I'm like, still oh. owning it he is and he's like oh i did it because i care about your family whether that's a shitty excuse and him Messing with Blair. It's like, was he really messing with her? He's probably taking advantage of her. But he's like, oh, but Blair was going to get something out of it. Mm-hmm. So,
0: but right. Serena, she is just acting up. Yeah. And you know, it's funny. I don't know if you caught it, but Dan does say, like, there's something else, like, underlying here. Like, you don't just run away yeah. to Spain and get married. Like, what's your problem? Like, what are you going through? So, yes. I, I can... Uh, understand from a viewer's point that she's bored and doesn't really know where her place is I guess in between these like worlds it's funny now that she doesn't really have Dan as a partner she's reverting back a little bit to her old ways so it does show how much Dan's relationship with her did influence her being kind of a more relaxed and less i wouldn't say less social but just maybe not care as much i would say definitely less social because
1: when she was with patch it was just her and patch having all the time nights yeah and with blair but now it's because she's kind of she's not i don't know she's not like acting bored but maybe i think poppy just got in her head of like your life is shitty right now and
0: and lame right right yeah spice it up yeah. So I feel like Serena, she was my gut of shittiest. Um, just. Yeah. Why do we always have to constantly lie? Why do we have to lie? I feel like I'm almost watching Seth Cohen here. Like, Aww. it's Like, why do we have to just why can't we just tell the truth? Like, Gabriel, you're nervous that you probably got married in Spain. And, you know, if you would have just at- told him that he would have told you, hey, look, we're fine. But she has to go in with this whole spiel of the her back in love with Dan and them dating. It's like, uh, that's it why I say weird, it's so typical sure. Serena. But, I mean, truly, we really haven't seen, like, the real Serena yet. So, buckle up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Trying not to spoil anything, but,
1: you know. No, I mean, I'm assuming this was going to come, you know, back of where this was going i mean and then what was her friend who's the bad friend georgina georgina i mean I, serena has it in her and i feel that serena can be easily swayed so she's yeah. easily influenced right um yes and she so, is Yeah. just like Nate is yeah i i listen they're they're kids and not that they're they are they're teenagers they're about to graduate they're in this part of life you are like what's next i don't know i don't know what to think i don't know what to do All right i can't blame them that much kind Right. Of. i know mm-hmm.
0: um we can do patron of the week yes patron of the week it's patron of the week it's patron of the week it's patron of the week This week I have a double feature patron of the week, patrons Woo! of the week, uh, Mag- Magnificent Michael and Saucy Shawnee. I love you guys. You are always there for some Sag support. I should call you the Sag support team. Yeah, the, or they're the Sag team. You the know. Sag team. Like you guys are, maybe you guys can be in charge of the Sag awards each week and come up with yeah. witty um sayings of why they won the award for that week. I think that might be fun, but, uh, I just love your perspective, both of you. You guys have, uh, you guys bring a good outlook on the things that maybe Michelle and I miss, or maybe we're not too, uh, keen on, so you that's why we love doing this podcast, because we get all of your opinions, and, just like how we can influence yours, you influence our opinions, too. And so I appreciate the love of Sage and you have made me recognize how much I am a Sag hater, and um, I will try and be better, I promise. So I just want to say thank you to both of you for giving us a great outside perspective, and thank you for being part of the network, because we love having dudes here. We, Thanks, guys. We welcome the dudes, you know? We welcome the dudes. Yes, we do. So, Michelle, it's time. Yeah. It's time for you words. to hear the three gossip words and the title for next week. Three gossip words. Okay. Um, the title for next week, season two, episode 22, which is only three episodes away from the season finale. I cannot believe it. The title mm. is Southern Gentlemen Prefer Blondes. Mm. <laughs> and... The three gossip words that I came up with are jealousy, stakeout, sparks. Hmm. The floor is yours. Okay, so
1: sparks, Wes, and Jenny. Oh, okay. I'm going there. Stakeout, this definitely has to do with the whole Serena Triangle of Gabriel and Poppy. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not sh- I truly am trying to come up with something creative and witty of what's going on, but I really, I really don't have anything. And it's not because I don't care. I'm just like, I got to stew on this, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, it would be hard to kind of, it's hard for me to come up with scenarios of people with money. <laughs> like what happens to them when, yeah. you know, they get involved with other people. But maybe I'm assuming they have
1: money, but I'm assuming, I don't know, I thought Poppy was a socialite.
0: Mm hmm. So, well, yeah, she is always up with the uh the new trends and things. so I mean, isn't that why they got into
1: Fashion Week because of Poppy or yeah. someone else? Yes, yeah, Poppy. unless Poppy's a fake socialite like an heiress who's mm. just you know steals people's money and is this whole long con game right which there's a what's her name Anna Sorkin yes uh, my my friend Anna I read that book it's based off a real story about an heiress who conned a bunch of people in New York mm. it's very good yeah apparently HBO is
0: I, I um I watched like... a true crime video on her oh did you yeah she is I have to you have to give her claps because so mm-hmm. incredibly smart mm-hmm. but also so stupid yeah like, it's and amazing the...
1: What was it that was it just based on her and who she conned or is it the perspective from her?
0: No, it's it's pretty much just like I, so I, I've been on River Pod. I've been talking about it. I've been watching a lot of Kendall Ray. If you guys know who she is. She does a bunch of true crime conspiracy theory uh, videos, also videos on people who've gone missing or they're found. So I've been like obsessed watching these and she did one on her. And it was just like the general um Gist of how she was from Russia, Poland, Russia, I believe Ukraine. Russia. Um, Russia. and told everyone that her dad was like this heir, right? like a mm-hmm. prince or something like that. and sh- she literally had zero money herself, but mm-hmm. has was planning on buying this art gallery and making it into like a socialite club and but she had no money. That's the craziest thing is she conned every person she came in contact with. Yeah, and the girl who wrote the book, uh,
1: My Friend Anna, was written by Rachel, and she was the one who was truly conned. Yes,
0: she's interviewed in this too. Oh, is she? We see interviews from her, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, Yeah, she's a brilliant girl too.
1: Yeah, (sighs) it's a very interesting story, and as you're listening to her tell her story, you ask yourself, would I fall for this? Mm-hmm. Could I be a victim of a con? But maybe you also are not going to believe that people are conning you all the time. Yeah. So, yeah, it was. it's a really good. But, yeah, apparently there's going to be made into,
0: you know. Yes, and someone is playing her. Is it – what's the one from Mad Men and from um, Elizabeth – what's her name? Elizabeth Banks? No. Wait, no, is Elizabeth that the one – Moss. Mm-hmm. I th- I could be making this up for some reason. I know someone famous is going to be playing Anna um, in, the, was... in the new series. Yeah, her name's Anna Delvey. Well, Delvey. Anna Delvey.
1: But, um, yeah, who is playing her? Yeah. Anyway, I I look forward to watching that whenever it does come out. Because yeah, same. The books good read. But anyway, so... Maybe something to do with that. And then jealousy. Well, I mean, isn't everybody jealous in this show? Mm. Maybe Chuck's well, dealing with his jealousy of Nate and Blair. Um Padge could be continuing a little bit of jealousy for now Serena and Gabriel are having a thing. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, not to interrupt this, but yeah. it's Emmy Winner, Julia Garner. I don't – she's from Ozark and The Assistant, but yes, continue. It's not who I – it's not Elizabeth Moss. Oh, my God. She just played – she's going to play Anna. She's going to play Anna? That's what it says here on this BuzzFeed article. Emmy well, winner she, Julia Garner. Yeah. She played a part in um,
1: – uh, oh, my God. What's that – Wow, Michelle, we we're really having some issues here. Dirty John. She played Tara. Did you watch Dirty John? Dirty on HBO? John? No. And then that was also it was a great podcast. I mean, it started off as a podcast and then it was made into um Bravo. It was fantastic. It's a really good story.
0: Very Is that the one crazy. that I think Kendall Ray did another video on this that he scams these women yes and ends up marrying this like really really rich woman and yeah like, then yep yeah i don't want to spoil the ending but that was a really intense story
1: you should i mean i definitely recommend listening to the podcast or watching because pretty right. they did a great job in keeping like everything the same and, right, and his brain. friends would
0: call him dirty john right uh i don't know if he had like friends. in college like you know yeah. no yeah yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, amazing. I'm so excited. There's so many like documentaries of the things she talked about, and now I want to like go back and watch all.
1: Of them. Well, this is not. It's just a, It's scripted. But oh, okay. I see. It, it's it's really good because Connie Britton's in it. And Eric Bana, and it's very. Oh, I can well so done.
0: see that. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. I love that. <gasps> mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry, Michelle. Yeah. I'm cutting you that's off okay. on all your dis
1: Yeah. So I think that's. There's something to do, the stakeout will have something to do with Gabriel and Poppy, the sparks for Wes and Jenny, and then the jealousy of Chuck will be jealous, and Patch will be jealous. Right.
0: Love that. Now, I have to ask you the dreaded question, because it's a part of this podcast, but if you had to predict who you think Gossip Girl is, who do you predict?
1: I'm gonna say Gabriel.
0: Ooh. He's
1: he's like slimy. He's gross. And <laughs> he was all around everything for the most part. I mean, he was in the lion's den. So I yeah. feel like he again, I think he's working for Gossip Girl, tipping her off because he could update about everything that was happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, he could. Yeah. Love it doesn't it doesn't really pan out with everything that happened in the Blair situation but this this is what I came to
0: well you know Gossip Girl is all-knowing they don't have to be in truly involved in anything they just have to know what's going on by other people telling them so right could be him that's right true 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 all right well that's it for tonight if you want to find us on social media, we are a three gossip girls pod on everything. We love getting emails. Hint, hint. If you want to send us your questions and comments via Gmail, we would love that. If you want to head over to ittakes3network.com, you can check out our bonus goodies behind the scenes. You get the podcast a day early without ads. We have the Netflix party every Thursday. It's Absolutely, so much fun. I always say this, but it really is truly the best part of my week, and I always look forward to it. And I know that you guys do too. And thank you to everyone who sent us their questions and comments and who joined our Netflix party. We love doing this, and we wouldn't be here if we didn't. So, we will talk to you guys next week. I cannot believe we're on episode 22 of season two. Yeah, three more left. So until next week, guys. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip Gossip Girls. Girls.